Episode of Stuck in Mind Podcast. I am your host, W-I-Z-E. And today I'm excited. I have a, a great guest coming on the show. Um, I'll, I'll let's just bring him into the show. Welcome to the show, Alan Cox. Hello. Hello. I'm uh, very happy to be here. Thanks all, for having me on. Oh, the pleasure's all mine. Pleasure's all mine. So yeah, you're you're all the way in New Zealand. What time is it over there? It's nine o'clock. Or just coming up to nine o'clock. In the morning or Yep, yep, in the morning. Uh, oh. So it's, it's it's Tuesday here. Oh, okay. Right. So it's Monday here, it's Tuesday there. Oh, this is awesome. All right, so <laughs> let's let's just jump right into it. Um, can can you share the turning point in, in 2011 that sparked your commitment to mental fitness? Yeah. Um, well, the short, the short story is, is after quite a long time, you know, um, you know, a lifetime of struggle, really. I, I, I'd, I nearly got killed in the Canterbury earthquakes, and that then led to me losing my business, and that in turn sparked me uh, having a, a major mental breakdown. Um, the prognosis for that wasn't uh, particularly good. Um, I think I've been told that it would be like a good year before I could even think about returning to work part-time. And then the turning point for me really was that by chance or however however you want to describe it, there was a, a program came on TV uh, called, it was a, a BBC documentary called the, the Truth About Depression. And yeah, in, in many ways that kind of just turned the lights on for me and sent me sent me on a completely new path, which um, which has been, well, it's hard to describe the amount of impact it's had, but um, it's, it's just been an incredible, uh, you know, life, life transformation for me. Okay. So, so how did your personal struggles shape your determination to transform the narrative around mental health? Well, I think, I think as I, as I progressed on my journey into mental well-being, I was studying, you know, I, I did lots of studying. I, I come from kind of a business and innovation background. So I kind of generally try to look at things through um, a different lens, you know, not just accepting the status quo. And I think it's fair to say, I think few people would disagree that generally speaking, when whenever you hear the term mental health, it is generally refers to like poor mental health, um, you know, people struggling. Um, there, there's, there's, very, uh, there's very rarely a concept of 
kind of positive mental health, if that makes sense. And um, and what what I what I also discovered is that if you think of a a continuum between one to ten, where one is terrible mental health and um, ten is you know you're more enlightened than the Dalai Lama or something like that. About the three mark is where you transition from being mentally well to mentally unwell. So that that was kind of a real big revelation for me, kind of understanding that crikey, you can be say a four out of ten technically you're mentally well or mentally healthy but you're still far from like really thriving and um you know having the kind of life that you'd really like to have um and so yeah the looking looking at a kind of terminology that's in the world of mental well-being there's this there's this much more positive notion of mental fitness which if you if you kind of analogize that to physical fitness many people understand that you can be mentally sorry you can be physically healthy but very unfit right and and that's you know very that's the case for many people right and i think many people understand that the the, the more that you improve your physical fitness, it actually has a lot of knock-on benefits as well to your, you know, um, your, your, your health generally. Um, and exactly the same thing ha- happens with your mindset. You know, like um, you, if you top term, terminate, sorry, if you, if you think about your mental fitness as being something that, you can aspire to, you know, having having strong mental fitness, um, and also understanding that it doesn't come for free. You know, it's something you have to you have to work on it. You know, you just just like physical fitness, you don't get physical you don't get physically fit, and then you you basically stop exercising, right? And that and the same is true of your your mental fitness as well. So. Um, yeah, in, in summary, I'm, I'm really just trying to change that narrative so that more people see their mental fitness as something that will become a life enhancer for them rather than just not being mentally like unwell, if that makes sense. Okay. All right. So what prompted you to explore Taoism, Buddhism, and neuroscience on your journey to to mental mental well-being because you kind of infused a little bit of all of it into one yeah so i was basic you know youtube was my friend at the time right um i when i'd had my mental breakdown i found i found it very very difficult to to read um read material so i i you know just picking up on that program that I watched on you know, that BBC program that told me about things like neuroplasticity. It told me about things like the role of the hippocampus, the the role of the amygdala, things like that, and and that just got me curious, right? So so I I started watching YouTube 
um, videos about that because that was really easy for me to consume. And you know what YouTube is like, right? You're, you're watching one thing and then it will pop up something else and then it, you, you're, you're listening to something else from, I don't know, Wayne Dwyer or something and then he starts talking about um, Taoism and you think, oh, okay, so what's that, you know? And um, I, I would say that at the time and, and probably for a long time, I've, I wouldn't describe myself as religious, but I do see myself as spiritual. I, I think I've always had a, yeah. a curiosity for, um, you know, what is outside of myself that's influencing my life and what have you. Um, and so, yeah, think things like um, Taoism and Buddhism, especially that they're not really, I mean, some people describe them as religions, but they're not, but they're not really, um, you know, they, they hadn't appealed to me. So I, I just started read, reading all material about that. And, um, and the more, the more you just, you know, I, I, I have this notion of like, if I, if I read a book, and 95% of it is crap and 5% is gold, then, then that's still worthwhile, right? Um, so through reading all of this material and learning about positive psychology and neuroscience, how, you know, even, um, even kind of like um, how evolution and what have you has affected our mind and how you know it hasn't adapted to the modern society and conditions that we now living i mean if, if you if you think of um if you think about about our history you know like the the time that we've had to um adapt to deal with modern society is, is barely a pinprick and we, we we've just got all of these um you know, um, very, very old systems in our brain that's kind of always looking for danger and always trying to alert us to keep us safe from tigers and things like that that don't exist anymore around us, right? Um, but, what, yeah, the more you read about all this stuff, you start seeing all of the common threads, right? And, and it's really all of those common threads that I'm, I'm bringing, bringing to one like, platform, if you like. So you mentioned YouTube and... and um... YouTube, it's having YouTube has shown like before to do some of the stuff that I'm doing, like editing podcasts, audio and video and all that. You usually would have to go to a school to learn all this. And now with YouTube, there's so much content around about teaching you how to edit that. Once I started podcasting, I started developing these skills. Like I, I edit my videos, I edit my audios, and it kind of just was skills that I developed. Because let's let's be honest, people don't want to do the editing and the video because it's a lot of time and, and consuming. But I enjoyed it, so it's helped me develop a skill. And like I said, I, I check, I go to YouTube if I have if I have something I'm trying to figure out. I pop it into you. I pop it into the search bar and in, in YouTube, and a bunch of videos sh show up. And like you said, once you see one video, you start getting a lot of similar videos. And so, yeah. I've been able to learn so much in these three and a half years that it's like it's, it's amazing. I'm like I'm not 
I'm 47 years old. I, mm. I, I would have never thought I would, I would be editing other podcasts, producing podcasts. Doing, I got into this because I was furloughed from work. I want, I had been wanting to start a podcast. And when I finally did, it, it just like was a big snowball effect. And I fell in love yeah. with podcasting. It gave me a purpose. I've been able to have some amazing conversations. I have guests like yourself come on and, and talk about the experiences and 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 show people that hey listen everyone goes through struggles in life everyone has point parts of and points in their life where they're really down and if we can if i if i can produce content that can help people get over these get over these things and get over these situations I'm doing what I'm supposed to do and, and I love it. And so being able to, to, to help people on my, with, with my platform and, and at the same time learning at, from, from guests like yourself, it's like, I've, I'm like, it's like win-win I'm yeah, helping exactly others right. and I'm helping myself in the process. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, congratulations for finding your thing. And, um, yeah, but yeah, it's. I, th I think I, I love that. I've, I've got this kind of big thing about purpose, right? I think I think you hear a lot of you, th you hear a lot of people saying about like you need to find your purpose and all that. And I actually think it puts a lot of pressure on people. You know, like I think many. I think it's quite normal that most people can't say this is my purpose. You know. Um, and my, my kind of philosophical view on that, if you like, is that your, your main purpose in life is just to be doing what is making you grow as a person, you know, and, and, con and, con and, and, and say contributing to like the wider, you know, the, the environment around you, you know, whether, whether that's just, you know, close friends, work colleagues, or the world at large, you know. So I, I think, um, you know, all this thing about purpose in terms of like, oh, you know, I, I really want to be a musician or whatever it is, you know, I think that just puts too much strain on people. But I think when, when, you, when you find something that brings you joy, it makes you feel like you're growing as an individual, then that's just one part of your purpose, you know. Um, another part of your purpose is to be a good human being, you know, be, be kind, you know, li live your life and, you know, don't, don't get to the, the end of your life where you're sitting, sitting on your deathbed thinking, well, I was, I was a bit of an asshole, wasn't I? You know, like, who wants that? You know, because it'll, it'll come back to bite you at the end, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, you're, you're absolutely right. It's... Um... It is it's it's funny that you mentioned mentioned purpose because even like prior to me discovering my love for podcasting and everything is it it wasn't like discovering my purpose wasn't on my mind and it wasn't something that I was just like I need to discover my purpose it yeah. it just it just happened it just happened that I started podcasting I found my voice I found something that I didn't know I was good at I didn't know if I was able to do it, I, 
it took me finally facing my fears and, and deciding to press record and upload it finally. Because I pressed record plenty of times. It's just I kept deleting it. And when I finally built up the courage to to press record mm-hmm. and keep it and upload it, yeah. it was like, okay, that wasn't that bad. And this, the more I started doing it, the more I started realizing, like, this is an amazing feeling. This is something like I've never felt before. It it was, it was me being able to express myself, being able to, to just be myself. Cause when I, when I do my show, I just try to be myself. I I have my guests. I I try to make my guests as comfortable as possible. I don't, I just want you to come on, have a great conversation, share, share a little bit of the knowledge you have. And and hopefully people will tune into you and to check like what you're doing, check out whatever whatever you have going on, and and that's all I want is for people to show people like, hey, listen, there's other people's like other people like yourself out there that are doing some amazing things that have that have gone through struggles, and and they're still going through struggles, but they're 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 still battling and and, and still trying to reach the mountain top and. It's an ongoing journey. It's it's it has its ups and downs, ups and downs, and being able to do this and really get to speak to people from all over the world. These I'm having conversations with people I probably would have never had had I not gotten into podcasting. Like like you said, you're you're in New Zealand. I've spoken to people in Tokyo and and and. In, in Australia, I've spoken to some people in India, in, in the Middle East. It, it, it's just been a magnificent experience for me. It, it's it's like I get to meet all, all these different people, but at the core of it all, we all kind of similar. We all want the same thing. We want to, right, we yeah. to be happy. We all, we're all seeking happiness. We're all seeking that our family is well off and, and and it's just it's just amazing you just don't realize that hey listen yes we're all different but at the core of it all we just want the same yeah exactly right yeah i agree yeah um i think everyone um you know deep down if i was to sort of think about it they've, they've all they've always had something that they would like to to do, you know, mm-hmm. uh, whether, whether that's just something simple or like being able to draw in a sketchbook, or, you know, or like my, one of my things that I've not quite pursued yet is I've, I've always wanted to be able to do kind of character illustration. Right. And, um, and I've not, I've not yet done it, but, but what I, I think my point is, is that, Everyone has probably got a number of those things, whether that's playing guitar or whatever it is. And um, you know, you've you've just got to um, give them a go, right? And 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 persevere for a while. You you might even pers- persevere for a while and then find actually it's not what you want to do, you know. But at yeah. least you've at least you've um, at least you've explored it and, and ticked it off, rather than it's still kind of festering festering away in your brain <laughs> saying it's something you should be doing. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. So how does your background in entrepreneurship and innovation influence your, your approach to uh, mental health advocacy? Well, I, I guess um, 
I, a lot of a lot of my career, I've been into fields like design thinking, creative problem solving, uh, where where you're where you're basically taking like I'll call it a problem, but it's basically you know a, a problem doesn't have to be a negative thing. You know, a problem could be simply um, you know how how do you how do we transport goods more efficiently between point A and point B? That, that's, a, that's like a problem statement, right? And the, the solution to that has many different solutions. And I guess um, innovation really is, is about looking at ways that, to solve that problem that haven't, that haven't been looked at before. Um, so I, I basically discovered that, in fact, I was, I was kind of horrified but not surprised at the same time. I, I actually discovered that the vast majority of mental health apps um, basically don't work. You know, there's there's been research studies done with the top mental well-being apps involving 50,000 people and they can't find any evidence of efficacy. Um, and I also found out that over 96% of these apps are deleted in within like one to two weeks. And, and that, again, I found, oh my God, that's, that's terrible, you know? Um, and when I, when I thought back to my own experience, like in my life, I, I've tried all of these apps and they didn't work for me. Um, and I put, I, at the time, I put it down to me being broken and it's my fault that they didn't work for me. So I guess when I had the opportunity, when I'd, when I'd gone on this new path, you know, give, given that background of kind of problem solving, looking for better solutions, um, yeah, I, I guess I just wanted to go on a path where I could create something that I know is, is, is highly effective, you know, and I, I, and I can kind of stand by it and, and, and really, and really, that's the the new journey that I've created with this at Ever Yellow that we've we've created. Okay, so 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 we're going to discuss your app. What what what's the name of the app? And 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 you, you kind of explained why you launched it. Um, was again, what's the name of the app? And how do you feel that your your app? differentiates from those other those other apps yeah so uh, so the, the name of the app is ever yellow right um, and that kind of just for interest um, yellow and our, our, our motive is like a sun um, you know sun, sun is kind of a symbol of like brightness and happiness and that that's you know we're 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 I guess ever striving to get people to that position, so that's why we're called Ever Yellow. Um, so there's apps that basically fall into a, a whole bunch of different categories. You know, you've got meditation apps, you've got journaling apps, you've got I most cognitive behavioural therapy apps, and journaling, what have you. Um, what we found through our research was that people the common problems that they had with these apps was number one, they found these apps to be 
kind of quite tedious, wasn't really sure, you know, what they should be doing. They found it hard to fit them into their lives. You know, like we're very busy people. We, um, you know, like take meditation, for example, or journaling, you know, like many people just wouldn't find the space where they could feel comfortable doing that. Um, and so, so we, we, we wanted to create an app that was um, much easier for people to fit into their life. Um, so Ever Yellow harnesses a process called mental conditioning, but, but in a positive way. So I'll just explain that quickly. So me mental conditioning is something that happens to us throughout our whole lifetime, right? Every, every experience that we ever had conditions our mind um, in a certain way and unfortunately because as I said earlier our, our primitive brain is more kind of responsive to negative things in the environment with the aim of trying to protect us we end up developing kind of an operating system in our brain that often works against us it will make us like feel bad about ourselves it'll you know decrease our optimism all, all, all kinds of different things that kind of lead, leads us to where we are today um but we we basically harness that in a more positive way so um the what what you do is we when you first download the app you answer a number of questions so that we really get to understand you as a person and then all you do to, I guess, give your mind a workout is you simply open the app and press play and you listen to these, you know, really enjoyable kind of coaching experiences where we play you a stream of like narrated guidance, motivation, education against a backdrop of music and sound. And the whole experience is like really quite enjoyable. And, and we have, um, it's quite a paradigm shift because you don't, number one, you don't have to set, you know, worry about how much time you've got. You just press play when you want to start and you stop when you want to stop, whether that's, whether that's five minutes or five hours or even overnight, right? It will, it will just keep on auto-generating this new content for you. Um, and so that's one thing you don't have to worry about. You know, just open the app, press play. Um, but what you can also do is you can you can adjust the like the balance, you know, the, the the volume of the narrations so that they are less prominent. And and what then happens is that you can listen to Ever Yellow for extended periods while you're working while you're studying you know we have many users that happily listen to every yellow while they're say working for you know two three four hours at a time and you just you just can't do that with any other app so yeah it's 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 fundamentally different to everything else that's out there you know it's 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 pure audio it demands nothing of you it's really easy um, and, and I guess, I guess the other kind of key way that it's fundamentally different is that it, it really works. 
Um, we've we've been through um, multiple rounds of like validation testing with a, an external research platform uh, last year, and at, on on the last study that we have, we have we have ten different measures of well being, uh, things like increased motivation, energy, sleep quality. Um, relationships we have 10 of these measures um, and in our in our last study we we found that 78 percent of people that used ever yellow for at least 10 minutes um, every day of the week which is dead easy to do right you can do you can do you can do that while you're drinking a coffee right um, 78 percent of those had an increase across all 10 measures within just one week um, and so, yeah, we we know that it's really effective, um, and yeah, yeah, we could we could be happier. Yeah, wow, that that's that's awesome, and and the fact that um, you can do so much on that app, man, that's 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 great, man. So you you start you start the app, um. I'm sorry. Um, what key lessons do you think um, you've learned from from all of it? From from learn help building the app and 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 all the stuff all the stuff you've been going through. What what key lessons have you learned you personally yourself in in this journey? Yeah, that's that's one I kind of it's a really really good question because there's literally, there's literally so many. But one one of the things. If, if I'm if I'm if I'm allowed to, am I, am I allowed yeah. to? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think one of the big learnings for me, which really kind of blew my mind, is that um, your mental well-being and your mental fitness is not is not the product of just one thing. You know, like say like a traumatic childhood or whatever. Right? There's there is actually a framework. Um, the 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 like modern name in psychology is called positive psychology. Where uh, before positive psychology, like in the Freudian world of psychology, it was like, let's look at your troubled past to see what's wrong with you, kind of thing. Whereas positive psychology, um, it, it is not about being positive for a start. What it actually means is, is what are the aspects of your life that you can positively influence to improve your well-being? So there's there's actually there's actually a number of pillars. If you if you think of them like your internal battery packs, right? In, in, imagine you've got 10 batteries, right? One of them is say um, well, one of them is purpose, right? Meaning purpose. Another one is um, experiencing positive relationships another one is growth and achievement right and i can go on you've got 10 of those yeah now if you actually imagine that battery pack that all combined is really what defines your mental well-being and your mental fitness and the fantastic thing about that is once you understand once you've kind of evaluated yourselves it yourself in each of those areas you can look at your weakest areas and say oh, okay so what can i do about that so like 
Um, like for me, apart from the fact that I have a fantastic relationship with my wife, you know, I've been married over 30, 30 odd years now. You know, congratulations, Alan. <laughs> um, but apart from that, I knew that I was weak in positive relationships, right? Like, you know, if I, if I thought about the question, thinking about the last two weeks, how often have I engaged in positive relationships? It was pretty, it was pretty much minimal, right? Yeah. So I said to myself, okay, well, who do I know that I can keep, I can basically regularly um, meet up for a coffee, right? Um, that's an easy way of introducing that, right? And so that's something tangible and easy that you can do, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that that was the first big big learning that I had. The 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 other the other big learn like realization I had really is that I think our ability to kind of be happy and thrive largely comes down to two main things, right? There's one one thing is what I call your mental operating system, right? Okay. So, so this is how is my mind currently wired to respond to the thoughts I have, the emotions I have, the people I interact with, you know, when something, when a curveball hits me, right? That, that you, your, your computer software in your brain is what kind of dictates how that impacts you as, 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 a, as a person, right? And that's something that you can actively work on. You can start changing that programming, you know, like, so for example, if, if someone, say, you walk into an office and someone is staring at you a funny way and you automatically think, there's something wrong, you know, you can start pausing and saying, what, it, what is it about my programming that's making me think like that, right? And that's just one, that's just one example of hundreds or thousands. You can, you can start redefining your operating system. And the other area is what I call like mental literacy. And, and this, is, this is kind of literally, it's like going back to YouTube, it's literally things like, understanding your brain and how it works so um and also understanding mental skills that you can develop so for example um if you get um anxious and you've uh, uh, what you know you get anxious from time to time if you understand the mechanisms like i after having after getting going through the earthquake i used to have severe anxiety right? Like really bad anxiety attacks. But by understanding what is actually happening in my brain, you know, the mechanics of my amygdala picking up a signal and causing a cascade of effects and then releasing these chemicals and what have you, just by understanding it, I was eventually able to, to get rid of it, right? Um, and in terms of mental skills, that's things like, like one one skill is learning to how to become unoffendable or not take offence. Right, that is a skill. Right, it's it's um it's something where if somebody says something to you, and you would normally have reacted a certain way, you can learn the skill 
to respond to that in a way that's doesn't mess up your head and, and the rest of your day, right? Um, oh. So yeah, they're, they're the main lessons. It, it, that is funny because um, I'm realizing as as I get older, um, I speak my I tend to speak my mind much more freely. <laughs> it, it, it's like. Now I just I I don't I feel I don't have time to sugarcoat it for people. Sometimes I just throw it out whatever in my head, and and sometimes it tends to get me in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 the same. I'm uh, I'm I'm slightly on the autistic spectrum, so that probably doesn't help me either. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, it's it's one of the things that um, from for me it um development and, and and really growing and I've really got it got back into reading and 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 getting books that are, that people recommend and like you said sometimes 95% of the book is junk to you but then you have that 5% that resonates with you and it, and that's it with a lot of books is is you might not the whole book might not resonate with you but if you take out the seg the sections that you feel that mm, this 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 resonates with me, I I kind of understand what they're talking about in this one. Th then that's a great thing because again, you, the whole book is you're not going to resonate with the whole book. You're not going to there's some of the parts of the book you mm -hmm. just won't understand and just won't get. Yeah. So one, I just one of the yeah one of the um one of the things that. I've only just in the last year started doing that's really kind of helped with reading kind of more books is I realized, in, in fact, I didn't realize, I, I, again, it was a YouTube program um, that I was watching. Um, and basically what I realized through watching this is that a lot, um, not all the time, but so, sometimes a lot of these books will have, whole paragraphs or sections on things that aren't really relevant to you, right? And I I would often trudge through all of that stuff, right? Um, but what what I tend to do now is if I'm if I get to a chapter and I'm th and I think actually that's not really relevant to me, I, I just tend to skip it and not and not feel guilty about it. I, I don't I used to think that reading a book meant you had to read the whole book and it doesn't, you know, you, you just, you just need to um, consume the parts that are relevant to you and, and, and give value. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but Alan, this has been great, man. I've had a wonderful time talking to you. Now you get the uh, solo screen and you get to plug away, let everybody know where they can find you, everything. Yeah, okay. So I guess one of the things about the Ever Yellow app is that we've we've actually made it free for everybody, and that's genuinely free. Um, we, we do, of course, have a, um, a premium version of the app that supports the ongoing development, but we wanted to make sure that um, money is not a barrier to well-being for anybody. Um, and, look, it doesn't really matter where you are with your mental well-being journey um what i would just say is just give it a go just try it you know like it it literally takes 
um, 10 minutes a day uh, if you can if you can um, use every yellow when you're doing something else so it doesn't take any time that's great you know you can use it when you're having your breakfast walking the dog driving to work um, commuting to university whatever those things are um, you know we we honestly get so many people contact us saying how grateful they are that um, we've created this app because it's it's made such an impact um, and yeah so I guess my uh, plea if you like is is to just for, for your own benefit just just give it a go just try just try for a week um, and, and and see where you get to you, you know the, the the worst that can happen is that nothing happens and, and that and that doesn't happen very often. All right. Um, thank you, Alan, man. This has been great. I appreciate you being a part of the show. Um, don't leave just yet. We're going to ch chat a little bit off the air. Um, let me just close out the show right quick. But once again, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Uh, this pleasure is all mine. All right. So let's uh, close out the show. Uh, what's I'm up? <laughs> Drew Willie came by. D Drew Willingham, my buddy D Willie came by. He said, what's up, fellas? Oh, thank you for the compliment. I appreciate you. I appreciate the support, brother. Thank you for showing up. All right. So big shout out to my real wise fan, Poppy J, Brandy J. I love you guys. Appreciate you. Big shout out to the boss lady. Appreciate you. Uh, big shout out to the BS3 network where we air there every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, 5 p.m. Eastern. Sometimes we air 6 p.m. Depends on, on the situation. And as always, a big, big shout out to all the essential workers out there. Uh, God bless you. Be safe. You know how your boy Wise does it. Peace out.